Episode four, A New Hope. Welcome. Welcome to Can I Pod with Madness? Thanks for joining us. And after the spectacular success of the first three episodes, um, we're back for fourth, obviously, because that comes after three. We've got a lot of new followers on our Instagram. They are mostly girls that want to send their hot pics. Yep, but we appreciate it nonetheless. Um, so, speaking of, if you do want to follow us on Instagram, it's at Pod with Madness. Um, we will be hopefully doing a YouTube channel at some point. So, um, check us out there if it exists when you listen to this. Possibly not. Who knows? Um, but we, we can't are, think of what to put on it. We are on Instagram, so um, it would be um, it'd be good to have you over there. But we hope you've had a good week, and if you've listened to any of other other episodes. Um, Thank you. We hope you've enjoyed them. If you've got anything you would like us to chat about, I uh, highly doubt that. But if there was anything, um, just let us know. Um, probably on Instagram or some sort of other method. I'm not sure what I was talking without thinking. Well, there's um, a Twitter. Okay, so Twitter. Oh, well, mention the Twitter. Right, at Pod with Madness on Twitter. We don't have a lot of followers on there. We've also got an email address, podwithmadness at gmail.com. Everyone's got to start somewhere. Everyone's got to start somewhere. Everyone's got to start somewhere. And so we're starting here and we hope you're enjoying it. Um, and it's great to have you listening. So thanks very much. So let's kick it off. So what have we got today? We've got today Metal Hammer. Metal Hammer today. From April the 3rd, 1989. So this is our first 1989. Okay. Uh, yep. This is volume five, number six. And the last one we sure did was volume that. three, number 20. I don't really okay. understand their naming conventions. But on the cover. It's a very exciting cover. The International Hard Rock and Heavy Metal magazine is £1.75. That's really expensive. Um, but it says 116 pages again. That seems, <laughs> right. that seems sort of passive aggressive, doesn't it? Yeah. 116 pages again. Just fucking buy it. Shell out your 175, you prick. Uh, on the cover, we've got Blackie Lawless in a sort of pink cowboy hat. And has he, has he had like a makeover in this picture, do you think? Um, he looks a little bit more Bon Jovi. I'm more preoccupied with the background, which is like an amazing lightning storm going on behind him, and it is metal AF. So... Um, we'll put up a picture of this on Instagram. So if you, if you don't have Instagram and we keep mentioning it, I do apologise. I know that's really annoying, um, but it will be on Twitter. It will be on Twitter. Um, and like I say, at some point we might do a a YouTube. So we'll we'll stick the photos on um, a video or something so you can see. Um, so go and have a look at those. But, um, I mean, you've all seen Lightning. Uh, it's Lightning, but it looks cool. So the, the last time we saw Blackie Lawless, he was in front of a stained... <laughs> Which like one? a stained sheet, wasn't he? Which one was that? Oh, I think that was episode Cut two. I, think, I don't know. Look, look through our back issues. Uh, also in this issue, Rush, 12 pages, fantastic fan mag. Uh, Wasp, Blackie Goes Green. Vixen, Foxy Ladies in Japan. Black Sabbath, exclusive Iomi interview. And Motley Crue, Feeling Good. Ooh. So pretty much all the same bands that we've been talking about all these other issues. Uh, also, uh, British Steel, a feature on Metal Glamsters, D 
death anthrax gary moore how to laws nuclear assault but more importantly giant posters anthrax and poison nice let me um, have a look let me have a look you want to describe the poison oh i mean the poison poster we won't put up on instagram because otherwise we'll have to put loads of emojis over the nips it's a heavy nip content and um on instagram for ladies you are not allowed the nip so yeah they're not poison's um, nips no that that would funnily enough be okay yeah. men's are okay but ladies are not and there are at least seven um eight that maybe i can see eight so, nips uh, yeah but that's not on four girls so fun um anyway i digress all right as you were okay halloween are you gonna skip past the halloween well there's an advert for halloween live in the uk it's I quite... just like the name Halloween. Yeah, it's got, Halloween's it's... a really good name for a band. Yeah. Have you really ever heard any Halloween? I don't know. Do I think it matters? No. I think they sound a bit like Iron Maiden, but there's a very sort of weird, cartoony illustration. It looks like a sort of computer game from the early, mid-90s. Yeah. Um, and it looks like a sort of platform computer game, and that would be on the box, but that would kind of look like nothing like you played when you actually loaded it up on your acorn. Um, yeah, interesting. They've got a they've got a pumpkin theme. Well, it's April, isn't it? So <laughs> I'm joking. I get it. Halloween, I get it. All right. So uh, much like last issue, there's a very long editorial by Chris Welsh. Uh, this one's about bouncers. Bouncers are giving metalheads a hard time. I mean, you could get that into one but little paragraph. Bouncers give everyone. Isn't that the, you know they're meant to keep out people? That's the point. He's it? he's focusing on heavy metal fans because they've got long hair and denim jackets and stuff. Okay, why don't you just swim it a little? <laughs> Um, Little um, Beetlejuice reference for you there. All the Beetlejuice fans out there. There's be- there will be Beetlejuice course, fans listening to this. Uh, opposite page, we've got a disturbing vision of the future. Uh, that's an advert for the new Wasp album, Headless Children. I, I just realised my, oh, sounded really um, carry on. Uh, it wasn't meant to. Uh, moving on. All right, okay, so hot and heavy news. Uh, so there's a there's a news feature on Bon Jovi, mm-hmm. Moscow. A historic three day musical event will be staged at the Olympic Stadium, Moscow, on May the nineteenth, twentieth, and twenty first. Four major Russian organizations are joining forces to organize Ooh. the concerts, uh, which will be he- held in aid of the victims of last year's Armenian earthquake disaster. So a month from now. A month from yeah now now this is quite well known because they got. Um, Bon Jovi, Ozzy Osbourne, Motley Crue, and I think Skid Row and a bunch of other bands. And there's a bit of a – and Scorpions, of course, and, you know, they yeah. did Winds of Change, and that was around about this time. Now, if you listen to the podcast, Winds of Change – If I could whistle, I would have whistled Winds of Change. Then. So imagine that I could really whistle well, and I did it. Thank you, but I didn't. We can, we can cut in oh some whistling. God. Yeah, Okay. <laughs> Pretend it's yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, And then I'll do Mike and the Mechanics. Go on. Um, but there's a um, there's a sort of a conspiracy theory about this concert that it was all 
uh, Doc McGee, who was the manager of Motley Crue and Ozzy and various other people, he was, you know, he was being indicted for something. And in order to get out of uh, going to prison, he agreed to put on this concert. I mean, basically what I'm saying is listen to the Wind of Change podcast, um, which is... We can link to that, can't we? Yeah, it's uh, investigative journalism and it's about the Scorpions. Um, so who doesn't like that? Well, we'll link to that in the description, so go and check that out. But after you've listened to us, obviously, and then, you know, when you come away, you think, oh, but, you know, they were good, yeah, but Podomans were better. We, so, we not much competition, but if it was, you know. We might not link to it in the actual um, description on Podbean because <laughs> when you're on the free plan, you get a limited amount of characters. Uh, but we oh, link right. to it on Instagram or something. We'll link to it. Very so, good. spoiler, we're on a free plan, but we are planning to pay at some point when yeah. we have to. It's okay. entirely possible that one day we'll pay for this. Uh, so, underneath that, Marillion, new singer, so hot Marillion news. Wow, okay. Marillion have announced they have a new vocalist. He's Steve Hogarth, whose previous bands include the Europeans and How We Lived. I mean, okay. they, they mean How We Live, but they've written How, how We Lived. Um, so, there's a picture of Marillion without their new lead singer. Um, and, yeah, 89, their uh, album Season's End came out. How do you feel about that? Um, very, very, very mixed feelings. Okay. Yeah. It's not it's not a great album, but that is the first uh, gig I ever went to, the Marillion on the Season's End tour, uh, the Newport Centre in Wales. And, uh, yeah, pretty amazing. Pretty cool. great. Pretty great. Um, there was a... Big article cut out of this page, so yeah. something exciting must have happened on here. Something with a picture on, maybe, the mi- that the, the person mystery, wanted. Yeah. There's a mystery running through this podcast of all the things that have been cut out by the previous owner. So what you want, though? Um, on the opposite page, there's a little feature, a little uh, sidebar about Angel Witch, who I believe were a new wave of British heavy metal band. Uh Angel Witch, who earned the dubious distinction of an entry in the Guinness Book of Records as the least successful debut single of all time. The debut single released in 1980, having reached number 75 for one week in the national charts. I've never reached number 75. I'm way less successful. Yeah, but you've you've not released a single. Angel Witch are amazing. (laughs) Leave them alone. I think they had a song called Angel Witch. Right, good for them. I hope they are very successful in the future. Um, there's a, a little article about Extreme. Nice. A&M Records recently released the debut self-titled album from the new signing, Boston-based Extreme. But we don't actually find out much because that's on the opposite page that has been cut out. But uh, we're big fans of Extreme. We are big fans of Extreme. We, um, in, we used to, Do you remember we used to get drunk and... Um, <laughs> Watch extreme videos and then um, <laughs> at home, like on the sofa. I mean, um, I think we watched other stuff as well. We didn't just watch extreme videos. That's like Kesha. Um, but uh, we have been to see extreme uh, in concert. And if you get the opportunity at any point, I would highly recommend it, obviously. Um, Nuno Betancourt did a very funny, like when he was like doing mental stuff on Play With Me, did a kind of like, yawny like oh i'm bored this is so easy thing and even though that's obviously very scripted and you know whatever but it was very funny and it was very charming and 
It was amazing. So, um, yeah, go and see Extreme. If you get the chance, kids, eh? Go and see that hot new band. Highly recommended. Um, I saw them in 91, I think, at, at the Birmingham NEC. And then we went to see them. Oh, God, when, when did we see them? It's probably about 10 years ago. Probably about 10 years ago, but they looked exactly the same. And they well, sounded exactly the same. They sounded good to me. Uh, so the next... And Hot, hot Leg. Hot, hot Leg. Hot Leg was supporting them. Right, okay. And that's when I first saw Hot Leg. And Hot Leg are obviously the, the band that Justin Hawkins formed after The Darkness. Well, I don't think it's obvious because I don't think a lot of people know about it. I think they do. I think you're underestimating people. Um, so Hot Leg were the band that Justin Hawkins created after The Darkness. And if you haven't heard Hot Leg, um, go and check them out because they are amazing. Um, so what's uh, what's the best Hot Leg songs that people should look for on YouTube? Uh, well, that's a really good question. Trojan Guitar was, I think, their first single. No, Hero, Heroes of the first single. Trojan Guitar, Cocktails. Problem is, if you search hot leg, you get bloody Rod Stewart, don't you, all the time? That's... Cocktails are... We'll throw oh. in a bit of cocktails. I'm drinking a cocktail at the moment. There's your... I'll read you some of the, um, the track listings from um, their album. Chickens. You can't hurt me anymore. Ashamed. Oh, ashamed is really good. I've met Jesus. That was kind of like a bigger hit, as in it was. It had a music video and stuff. But um, I actually don't think that's one of the best. Uh, Trojan guitar again. That had a music video, but uh, cocktails has a music video. Uh, Gain the eighties. Uh, Prima Donna. Uh, whichever way you wanna. Kissing in the wind. Lols. You get it. Um, Heroes, Covered Love. Oh, honestly, go and listen to Hot Leg. I they do a cover of oh, Automatic by the Pointer absolutely Sisters. Absolutely amazing. They? Yeah, I absolutely love Hot Leg. Happy that the darkness is back together, blah blah blah. But it, I'm sad that Hot Leg don't exist anymore. But I think Hot Leg really was just Justin Hawkins, wasn't it? Yeah, but it it was um, it was it was fun while it lasted. Yeah, eh? and we all had a great time at Hot Leg shows, didn't we? Yes, we did. Um, so moving on, there's a feature about Wasp, and I think the, the main thing about this feature is. Uh, they used to be all scary and satany, and now they've released an album about the environment. They keep talking about green issues, um, like Captain Planet. Like Captain Planet, yeah. I mean, He's maybe Captain Planet was an influence. Um, Gonna take pollution down to zero. Uh, shout out to Captain Planet if I you bet, remember him. I bet. Let us know in the comments. I um. Don't think many people will, but also I don't think he did fulfil his promise of taking pollution down to zero because that was like in the nineties, and I think pollution is pretty bad today. Maybe he's still working on it. He needs to work harder. 
<laughs> we're still waiting for that gritty reboot of Captain Planet. Given up. Um, so in this article, they mentioned that they've got in Ken Hensley from Uriah Heap to play keyboards, but I'm talking honest keyboards, no synthesizers. I don't think you can um, get an attitude about keyboards, whether you think synthesized keyboards or your regular keyboards. I think... Well, if it's the guy from Uri Heap, I bet he's talking about they've got a Hammond organ like from the 70s, but he doesn't like all this 80s keyboard synth shit. Right. I just don't think it, it works as a diss, personally. Um, so they mentioned the uh, film The Decline of Western Civilization, The Metal Years, in this. Do you remember watching that? Because we have seen it but many, many years ago. I do. I haven't, like, I've got no memory of the, what anything that, that was in it, good English. Um, but I know that we watched it, so if you could refresh my memory. Well, it's it's saying... I'm old and I can't remember things anymore, so once I've watched them... When they went to press in 89, it hadn't been released in the UK, but one classic clip of Chris Holmes floating in a swimming pool, pouring vodka down his throat and mostly missing, was featured on a TV show in the UK. Do you remember that bit? No. It's one of the main things people talk about. You think I'd remember that? We should watch that and do a... uh, honest review yes. of it because it's it's absolutely in this wheel. I think it came out in 88 or early 89. It's all of the bands we've been talking about. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty amazing. It's pretty seminal. Uh, so we should definitely watch that at some point. Are you enjoying reading black on um, bright red um, it, in terms of contrast? Is, are you enjoying that? It's not great on my eyes, <laughs> but, I mean, there's worse to come in this magazine, oh, okay. just to warn you. <laughs> These magazines aren't made for old eyes, are they? <laughs> There's another quote from Chris Holmes. Uh, I went to high school either to have sex or drink alcohol or both at the same time. Oh, yeah. Um, so they're talk- <laughs> they talk, they, they're talking about how, you know, they've like tackled some political issues, if you can imagine Wasp getting mm-hmm. all political. Mm-hmm. And then they start talking about guns in this. Um, so, quote, everybody has an M16. You have to take a rest every six weeks on a firing range. Chris, at this point, owns up to having shot himself some time back. It hasn't stopped him shooting, though. They're big believers in the right to bear arms. When they're not caring about the environment, they're shooting lumps out of it. So they, yep, they sort of go on to good. say it's stupid and it's dangerous and you go to gun shows and they don't let but you then take... that's what we're about, man. We're wasp. <laughs> stupid and dangerous is our middle name. Exactly. <laughs> so let me find the quote. Um, I think it's probably exactly what I've just said, so, but so you don't really need to find it anymore. You, they're talking about these gun shows. You walk in gun with your guns. Guys walking around with rifles strapped to their shoulders. Um, you can't take any ammo in with you, but every table selling ammunition. God, if that's not bad enough, there's a beer stand every 25 feet. Holy fuck, this was huge. About 5,000 people at this thing, all buying and trading pieces. Yeesh. There's two cops outside. That's all there is. I thought, man, can you imagine them down at the station house drawing lots to get this duty? So 
you know, I mean, he's sort of talking about how it's stupid, but they approve because it's like the old West. Well, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of contradiction in the the world of Wasp, I believe. <laughs> so the next feature is about Vixen, Vixen in Japan. Now, are you aware of the band Vixen? Yes. Do you know their work? Um, like know of their work. All right. Um, they're sexy ladies. They're sexy ladies, but like they're proper covered. Up. I mean, they're not doing the Lisa Dominique thing of getting their. Uh, they're letting the music do the talking. They are, and they're wearing proper metal gear. And I listen, Pro- listen. They're wearing to, proper clothes. Well, proper metal gear, what and you know, um, they look good. They got big. They, they, yeah, they look good. Big hair. Um, but I listened to the song "Edge of a Broken Heart." And it's fucking ace. I like your kind of gutsy soft rock. It's terrific. Like gutsy soft rock. But one thing I did notice in the video is the drummer was playing drums in high heels. So, do you mm. think playing a kick drum in I very high heels? Can't drive in high heels. So um, when I drive, I have to put on some sensible flats and then swap into my high heels later because um, I'm old. But um, no, I can't drive in high heels, so I can't imagine I could drum in high heels, but I can't drum in flats or socks either. So, all much of a muchness. Yeah, if you can hear that, that's a, that's a cat, and she is agreeing, agreeing with me. Well, she's not on mic. She's, can you hit, meow for me? Do it louder? No, that wasn't really louder. You're going to have okay. to pick her up and get her close to the mic. Um, she does not want me to pick her up, and I respect her too much to pick her up. So there's a feature on Black Sabbath, and Black Sabbath, not in their Ozzy Osbourne era, not in their Ronnie James Dio era, not even in their Ian Gillen era. They're in the Tony Martin era. Um, And I don't know if you want to get into sort of making fun of people's appearance, Um. but... I don't think Tony Martin. a bit rich coming from me, but <laughs> well, t- Tony Martin's done that thing where he's a little bit thin- thinning on top, but to compensate, he's grown the back and sides of his hair if really I was thin long. Thin on top, I would grow the back and sides really long too. I mean, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what Black Sabbath makes me think of now is I hope you can hear that talkative cat. Um, in case you can't, I mean, in case you can't see her. What are you spying on me? You you can't see her. Um, she's beautiful. Um, Black when we, Sabbath. When we do the podcast channel, it'll all be cats. Do you want to be on the podcast? Okay. I think she would just want to be fed. Yes. Um, back, back to what I was saying. Black Sabbath now makes me think of bath salad because um, the other day I had a, a salad in the bath. And um, so uh, you... Nicknamed it or um, called it a bath salad. So kind of ruined Black Sabbath for me, but um, bath salads are also good. Bath- highly, highly, if you're into salads and you're into baths, have a bath in a I mean, salad. it's the ultimate decadent. Um, oh, I mean, there's, there's some people listening to this thinking, this isn't what I signed up for. 
I thought it was Kerrang and Metal Hammer. She's talking about cats and bats and salads, and this is lame. But aren't we all lame, really? Stop trying to pretend you're cool. No one's really cool because cool doesn't exist. Cool is just one person's perception of another person. It doesn't. It differs from person to person, and it means nothing. So none of us are cool, really. So let's just enjoy life. Carry on. Um, I mean, if you do want to eat salad in the yeah. bath, yeah. Just fucking go for it, man. Do it. Life's too short. Life is too short. Does your lettuce go all so- like soggy from like the condensation? No, 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 no. Good to know. <laughs> little, little, little tip there. Little tip for fans of salad. Yeah. Uh, so we got a bunch of stuff that I'm not really interested in. Hawaii rock. Hawaii Sorry, rock. That then. Yeah, go on. Um, so Hurricane, Cinderella and Vince Neil. In- oh, that's... Pretty good. And the headline is Get Laid in Hawaii. That's a oh, really good pun if you can see it written down. That, it, works, it works out loud. It, that works. That's really funny. So it's following this band Hurricane who were playing live in Hawaii. They're meeting up with Cinderella and the good pal Vince Neil. Um, I just wanted to pull one thing out of this article where it says, a fat girl comes up and tells Kelly that David Coverdale and him are the only vocalists she admires. I don't know why, what casual sexism. Um, uh, who kn- yeah, who knows? That's, why, I mean, 100%, why feel the if, need it was, to... if it was a guy, they would have definitely mentioned the guy's weight. Um, but written, yeah, by, sure. written by a lady, Jodie Summers. But she's writing it for guys. Um, we were going to see Vince Neil once in concert. <laughs> I'd forgotten about this. Yeah, we had tickets... Um, and it was in, he's going to be in a small venue, just Vince Neil on his own. Nottingham? Uh, we, we have seen, no, um, even smaller. We have seen Motley Crue, but it was Vince Neil on his own. And um, I, I can't remember how long before, not long before, but um, we got a letter from the venue. A letter, because back in the day, that, that was a thing. We got an actual letter. As I said that around, I realised, God, you're old. I mean, um, this wasn't in the 80s, was it? No. <laughs> We've done that weird transition of we say stuff that was in our in what we feel in our recent past, and I've just said we got a letter from the venue that was sent through the post. So that anyway, um, so we got a letter from them saying that he had been arrested and so couldn't perform. So um, yeah, that was sad. Yeah, to this day we've <laughs> not seen Vince Neil solo. No, but that's probably. Fine. I like Vince Neil, but you know, his um, mind would have been wouldn't have been on it if he'd been arrested. He, yeah, he obviously wasn't in a good place. Um, was not. No, he was not in a good place. Um, so we got some letters. All these letters are worth a read. I think loads of letters. Yeah, is that a reference to loads of money? Uh, might have been eighty nine. That's the that's the prime time, isn't it? God, that's a, I mean, again, uh, as if there's anyone young listening to us, but um, if, if there is, God, you're not going to have a clue what we're talking about. Loads of money was a thing. If you like Harry Enfield, and who didn't back then? My sister once got a hat from Bridlington, and um, it was a baseball cap, and it had two <laughs> hands on the front that were clasped together with some fake money in between them. It's like sticking out from the from the sort of peak, and um, 
it said just loads of money on it. So loads of money was a real thing, wasn't it, back back in the day? I mean, I I need to find pictures of this loads of money cap. Has she still got it? Oh uh, well, I mean, it's from Bridlington. I don't think it was legit. <laughs> it was it was a bid buy. Um, loads of money. Is that going to come up? Um, oh no. Well, yeah, loads of money. Harry Enfield. Let's see when what year we're talking. Eighty-seven, that kind of time. Um, 80s, just 80s. That's yeah. really helpful, thanks. 88. Okay, so... Okay, close. Those letters probably is a random le- um, reference to the metal case that is Harry Enfield. So, long live rock. This is a letter from Neil Dawson Hull. Long live rock and roll. Not long ago, I was into Pet Shop Boys, Queen and Rick Astley. Oh, um, Neil. But now I've changed my ways. Not Queen, obviously. And all because I went to the newsagent and saw a copy of Metal Hammer. I bought it, and since then, I'll never go back to Top of the Pops. Oh, Neil, you just want to end up in loads of letters. We know exactly what you're doing. Their group seems so boring compared to Bon Jovi, Scorpions, Tesla, Gypsy Queen, Death Leopard, Tesla. Guns N' Roses. Yeah, Tesla. As in Tesla? As in Nikola Tesla. Oh. Well, Tesla's I mean, in the car. Well, they're both named after Nikola Tesla, the inventor, the the genius madman that was I Nikola didn't know Tesla. That. Wow, learn something new every day. But is he saying Queen aren't rock? Queen yeah. are more rock than half of these artists. I'm not sure how you can say Queen and Rick Astley in the same sentence. Not okay. I'm, I have no opinion on Rick Astley, but we're getting into. Some serious discussion of sexism now. Okay, good. So, brazen hussies. I was totally sickened by the results of the Metal Queens contest. So, for reference, I think they asked people to, they asked Metal Queens to send in photographs. Mm-hmm. Back to the letter. Talk about tits and asses. Is that all you were looking for? Question mark. Well, it seemed like to me after seeing the runners up, whose stupid idea was it to have this degrading competition anyway? As if the majority of women into metal aren't already seen as sex kittens, you have to encourage this kind of crap. For most of the entrants you chose to print, it would be more appropriate if you renamed it Metal Pawns. I buy buy MH because I want to read about heavy metal. If I wanted pornography, I'd buy a porn mag. And quite frankly, I think sexist and careless representation like this does nothing but hinder the image of the real metal queens. That's Mm. from Miss Rumor Yousef of Wembley. I get it and I don't get it because you damned if you do and you damned if you don't. Women have a right to dress and act however they want without being, you know, just because you dress a certain way doesn't give any kind of indication to your preferences any other kind of way. So um, because it's unlikely that you would have the same conversation about a man dressed a certain way. Um, I get it and I don't get it. I don't have an opinion. I'm remaining impartial here. Well, because I don't want to get myself in trouble or go on a rant. To be fair, but... to be fair to them, they printed two letters that are complaining. So the next one is Undies Shame. I wish to complain that Metal Queens, you ask girls to send in their best photos of themselves in rock outfits. How come most of the winners were wearing just underwear or normal clothes? Just underwear just or normal clothes? Or normal clothes. So some. But the winners were wearing normal clothes. I guess so. so. I mean, we don't have this magazine, so we can't check. But then that, you've lost your point there, haven't you? Um, Some people might accuse me of being jealous, but annoyed is how I feel. 
Lisa a nice looking girl with standards. That's how she describes herself. I'm sure Lisa's lovely, but um, without seeing the thing, it's hard. And without obviously being there at the time and being that age and whatever. And it's hard to make an opinion, isn't it? But it's, I mean, sort of fighting a losing battle in 89. I mean, no one's, I mean, things are sort of on the change, but there's still a lot of this. If they're casually referring to someone in an article as a fat girl, yeah, it's not great, that's... is it? And by by a female journalist, yeah, it's not great. So a little bit lighter. <laughs> There's a letter. Come on, upbeat, something funny. Teeny weenies. Have you noticed how many funny. famous vocalists who have big, powerful voices have teeny weeny little bodies? <laughs> there is the unbelievably dinky Dio, one millimeter minor scorpions, thumb size Bob Catley Magnum. Tiny Tot, Jolyn Turner, and Bruce Dickinson, the dynamic dwarf. It just goes to show nice things do come in little packages. That's from Stephen Zenderson in Corsham in Wiltshire. That's so random. Do you Nathan, think Stephen is a small person? A couple of smaller people. And, yeah, that's really weird. I didn't realise Bruce Dickinson was a small person. He didn't look small, does he, on stage? <laughs> Um, so we've got some reviews. Uh, there's the main review is Headless Cross by Black Sabbath. Um, and it calls out that there's a, a lyric that goes, there's no escaping the power of Satan. I like wow. any lyric that espouses the power of Satan. I mean, um, surely, though, um, the power of rock escapes the power of satism or does that feed into it i'm not sure well we're gonna have to listen to this album mm. to find out i think um yeah oh there's a re- review of an album by the goo goo dolls really yeah quite 90s isn't it i thought goo goo dolls were 90s yeah. but we own 89 but what is the one thing we know about the goo goo dolls i don't know fuck the goo goo dolls oh god they can suck my balls yeah oh still panther one of our favourites again. I'm not sure we've mentioned Steel Panther. Uh, we mentioned Kelly Clarkson being on oh, stage yeah. with no, Steel we're, Panther. We're big fans of Steel Panther. So, again, if you're not aware of Steel Panther and you like this type of music, um, go and check them out. Yeah. Um, they're silly and stupid. Don't take them seriously. But they're um, actually musically better than most of the bands that they're, they're really referencing. Good. And during, uh, I think it was during lockdown, wasn't it? Or was it near to lockdown? Must have been I think it was Because yeah. why else would it happen? But um, there's a there's a drummer called Sticks, and um, Sticks Zidinia. He uh, was doing a thing where you could you could pay to have a Zoom call with him one on one. So we did that, and um, it was so much fun. And like before he came on, I was so nervous. Like we've seen them in a meet and greet for a concert before, but I was um, a little bit uh, too. Uh, what's the word? Refreshed. <laughs> Refreshed. Um, I mean, honestly, I don't think Stone Cold Sober would have been any different. You, you've <laughs> seen me around people that I like, and I'm a mess. I can't cope. But um, yeah, I, I wasn't. I wasn't the coolest um, at that experience. But um, we did have a Zoom with Sticks, and that was very fun. Yeah, um, he was really good at it we because just, we were thinking, we, what yeah, are we, we going to talk off, about? We but... were awful. Yeah, because I'm awkward on a Teams call at work, so like. This was a Zoom call with someone from Steel Panther, and um, and we're both awkward, as you know, as you can probably tell anyway. But um, 
we're awkward we're introverts we're you know we're very we're very funny to each other but i'm not sure that um translates to anyone other than us two and you know we're big comedians in this house uh but so outside big fish in the small pond in in the real world you know i'm a realist um uh but he was really good at just chatting and being a normal person and making us feel at ease yeah he was not like it wasn't awkward. He was interviewing us, wasn't he? It really? was. It was really good. So, um, a big, big fans of um, Silkhampton Sticks. Um, so yeah, love that. Um, yeah, let's just talk about Silkhampton first. Bit. <laughs> so we've made it to the Rush fan mag. Right. Okay. All right. So I mean, the thing to say is I'm a mi- I'm a massive Rush fan, but it's got to be said they never looked good. They had a lot of different periods in their career and they never looked good. They don't even have 70s corners. They looked a bit crap in the 70s. Um, and it's a, it's pretty much, it's a fairly sort of prosaic um, relating of their history up until this point, um, which I'm sure you already know about if you're into Rush. Um, Why do you talk about I love you, man? Oh, his mind is not for rent. Every time I think about Rush, I think about Paul Rudd and I love you, man. So, uh, yeah, the sla- slapping the bass uh, moment <laughs> and licking uh, imaginary bass guitar. Um, and we should move on because we fa- we've found the pornographic poison poster in the oh, centrefold. Okay. Again, um, I've gone all carry on. <laughs> oh. You show me some ladies and I'm like, oh um matron. Okay, it's, we, it's you turn it I mean we can't put this on Instagram. We cannot. It's you can't you like put emojis over the nipples. I've seen girls who, you know, do that. Yeah, that's the thing. But I mean, you, you, we've all seen boobs. They're, these, fine. they're boobs. These women have got like weird domino masks on, though. Uh, yeah, they're like um, eyes wide shut kind of stuff, isn't it? Yeah, before or like the Green shut. Hornet or something. Uh, on the other, I mean, why not? They've got nice boobs. That's the hairs could do with some work. A hair <laughs> on the head it could do with some work, but they're not fully naked. Nice. Well, I said the hairs, and it suddenly <laughs> sounded. Gross. I mean, the hair on the head is very 80s. Uh, so back to Rush. Here's my question to you. <laughs> Quick back to Rush. <laughs> What's your favourite Rush album? I realise you might have to go on the album cover. We've got all the album covers up to this point in time. Um, I like Fly By Night because it looks labyrinthy. Oh, yeah. Big big old owl. Um, Grace Under Pressure looks a bit... It looks a bit... Um, Christa Berg. Not that that's bad. It thing, does, but it does actually. Berg. What's that album by um, Christa Berg? Spark to a Flame. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll have to put both up side by side. And what year did Spark to a Flame come out? Well, Spark to a Flame's going to be 90s, isn't it? No, the Grace Under Pressure I mean, came out in 84. Frame, Spark to a Flame. Oh, God, I bet you didn't think we'd start talking about Christa Berg. Hey, look, um, this, is, this is a very broad church, this podcast. It's, I think it might be a different. 
I mean, if you want to know just how cool I am, I've seen Christopher twice. So there you go. Um, Don't be jelly. Do do you want to tell the listeners about About what Christopher is like live? I, you know, you can say what you want. You like, um, during our wedding, um, your speech to me included the statement uh, that I like what I like because I like it. And that is true. Um, I was so scared when you said that because I thought, oh, God, who are you going to say? Like, what are you going to talk about in front of everyone that I know? <laughs> you thought I was going to um, drop the bombshell that you're a Christa Berg fan? I'm, well, yeah, no, sod it. Life's too short. Yeah, I like it. You know, I grew up with, my my mum had like one tape in the car. No, actually, that and um, like road trip country songs or something. But I think she, all she used to play was You're So Vain. So it was like that or Christa Berg. So, that's what I heard a lot of. Um, and, you know, Spanish Train's a good song, and so's um, Don't Pay the Ferryman. Um, but anyway, saw Christopher with my mum and brother in, in an actual arena with, you know, more than a couple of people who paid to be there to see him. And um, But then the other time, I went with my sister and her boyfriend at the time, and we went to a, like a... <laughs> like a sort of shopping centre thing in the city where I was at the time. Uh, and he was playing there with hot chocolate, weirdly. Um, so that, I mean, that's the sort of be- beginning and the end and the uh, whole journey of my Christopher. But um, How were hot chocolate? It was all right. There was like, he was sort of singing, with, like I've never been a massive hot chocolate fan. So... Um, I was waiting for the, the big guys to come on. Uh, and um, so he was, he was all right. He had like some girls dancing with him and I thought it was just a bit tacky. Um, but it was, it was fine. It was free. Um, it was a Saturday afternoon. So you get what you pay for. Do you know Hot Chocolate have got a song about seeing a UFO? Is it, I feel like this one is a lead-up to a crap joke, is it? No, like one of their big songs, No Doubt About It, by Hot Chocolate, you probably know it, is what? about seeing a UFO. So look that one up, kids. Okay. Um, and my favourite Rush album cover is Caress of Steel. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Frasky. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, what's your favourite Rush album? Uh, hey. Well, I said cover. Oh. Okay. Uh, my... that. I don't care what your favourite cover is. No, I think Farewell, I don't care, Farewell don't to ask. Kings. Don't ask. Um, so there's a fiendish horror video contest Ooh. that's about Vengeance the Demon. I looked up Vengeance the Demon. It's actually called Pumpkinhead. So I guess it's like a different, different name when it was finally released. 6.2 on IMDb. But just to see if you would have been able to win this uh, Pumpkinhead VHS, mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you the quiz questions. So question number one, name the British film company famous for its hard-hitting horror movies. Oh, don't know. I'm going to show you a clue, cover of the magazine. Metal Hammer? It's Hammer. It's Hammer. 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 Yeah. Hammer. Um, question two, 
Christopher Lee and Bella Lugosi have both portrayed which legendary horror movie character? Dracula. Correct. Number three, who is the nightmarish character who appears in the Nightmare on Elm Street sagas? Is it A, Eddie, B, Freddy, or C, Lemmy? Um, I believe it might be Freddy. And tiebreaker question. Mm-hmm. My favourite scary movie from a horror movie. Mo- yeah, go on. I'll cut that. My favourite scary moment from a horror movie is... I've got to answer the question. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Put me on the spot. Ooh. Um, I said to Brett Michaels then. Ooh, ah. Ooh, ha ha. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm, if it um, includes television, it could ooh. be something from Rock of Love, couldn't it? Oh, yeah. Ooh. I mean, mm. do we count Lost Boys as a horror? Um, yeah. Can okay, be. well, it obviously have to be something from Lost Boys. But then what scary. The scary bit. All of Lost Boys done. There you go, I've answered. Okay. Should we talk about Lost Boys for a bit? We can talk about Lost Boys in a whole separate episode. I think we should do a, a Lost a lost cast. Horror. No, that's like Lost, isn't it? Uh, I still believe... Because we... Oh, that's a I good, still believe a good idea. Because we're big fans of... Um, we're big fans of horror as well. Like, not like, you know, uh, some stuff. Like, no... Um, what's it called? That thing... Cabin in the Woods, none of that nonsense where you're cutting people up and it's all grim. No, we've watched Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, that's that like silly it. one. No, wait, which is the whole one? Um, uh, like uh, Wolf Creek. And... Wolf Creek, stuff like that where I don't want torture, none of that. I'm not interested. Um, we like fun horror. Nightmare on Elm Street and, um, yeah, stuff. <laughs> okay, that just that apparently is the, all I can think of. But we are... Um, into horror and um, we have been to the convention for the love of horror so if you um check out for the love of horror if you are in england um it's definitely worth a look um so we, we could link all this out and they actually do their own um podcast uh, i forget which day it is of the week but they do for love of horror podcast so if you like horror and you um want to hear some guys talking about it um, and there's a convention as well that And it's run. a fucking laugh, isn't it? We've been it to, is. what, three of them? Yeah, and each time we take my mum, and she's not remotely interested in horror, um, but she has a great time. I mean, probably because she's with us, but she has a great time each time she goes. Because um, the horror community, I've like I've been a lot of places in my, you know, many, many years on this earth, but there's very few places where you can go and there's lots of people in one area and you don't, that you don't have any sense of people just being a bit of a dick. No one's a bit of a dick. Everyone's nice. Everyone's friendly. Everyone's welcoming. Um, and so big up to the horror community because, you know, it's second to none. <laughs> okay. <laughs> round, of, round of applause for the and, horror community. And if you're listening for the love of horror, can we have free tickets next year? Because uh, we've just we, given you a free ad. We have bought tickets already for yeah, this year. Yeah, we've already paid. We, we buy tickets every year as soon as we go on sale. So... Maybe for like 2024. <laughs> what year is it? Okay, so it's 23 now, so it's 24. So, got some personal ads. Ooh. I mean, always good, always good value. Yep. Required 
good I looking. Mean, required is a huh? formal introduction, but go yeah. on. Required. Good looking, intelligent girl. 18, that looks like 18 foot. She's 18 foot tall. For attractive long haired fella, 20. Tired of assholes and trendy girls. Pubs, gigs, and fun. True rockers only. Belfast anywhere. Right. right. Um, the next okay. one, Worcester yeah. Rocket yeah. seeks rocker, pref, shaggy locks, pot belly, etc. Lively ish, extravagant personality, 19 foot. I think, <laughs> I think they just mean 19 years. Yeah, yeah does. Uh, Meets slash gigs, no assumptions. Photo, yes, you. They should just get together, those yeah. two. Well, Worcester and Belfast. Belfast or anywhere. Good-looking female going to Wasp gig, Hammersmith Odeon, has spare ticket free to male or female. Please okay. write giving phone number, London or anywhere. Is it too late to ask? Um, I think so, it, yeah. Oh, damn it. Or was just, just missing out. Um, opposite page, there's a... Advert for Poster Express, <laughs> sixteen giant posters, and it's got James Hetfield gurning. Yeah, that can only be described as gurning. I Would used you to love that? getting posters. I used to love getting posters and putting them on wall. I once spent five pounds, which seemed so much, and like so much money to spend on a an Aerosmith uh, Nine Lives poster. I don't know whether you you'll remember. It was huge. It was one of those huge posters, you know, where it's like. Huge. Yeah. I don't even know what the size is, but other than huge. Was it huge? Huge. And then I used to keep my bedroom so warm that you put it over blue tack, but it always used to melt off the wall and then fall on me in the middle of the night. And um because it was obviously it was so heavy and it was so massive and it was only held up by blue tack. Was it um, was it a photo of the band or was it the album? No, cover? it was the cover. So it was the two cats like right. dancing. Do you remember it? I don't remember that. It must have been before our time then. Mm. Um yeah, I used to love posters. Post we don't put posters up anymore. It's okay, so stop talking over me. <laughs> imagine Just shut up, shut up. Got posters. Imagine you bought Poster Express, sixteen giant posters. I'm gonna buy it. You can only put one up. Okay. Kiss, Slayer, Iron Maiden, Ozzy, Metallica. No, it's probably that. Scorpions, Def Leppard, Halloween, Vixen, Duro, John Bon Jovi, Europe. Lita Ford, Anthrax, Guns N' Roses, or Wasp? No question. Kiss? Yeah, obviously. Okay. No competition. Uh, the next page is a feature about the Metal Hammer show on MTV. So a bunch of stuff, but what I noticed was behind the stage door groupie special. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's on Thursday, 20th of April, 9 to 10. This MTV spotlight traces the history of the female groupie and looks at the phenomenon of the girls who will follow their idols to the ends of the earth. Mm. How can we watch this bloody programme? Um, that does sound good, although it sounds like Almost Famous. Yeah. yeah. Which is one of your favourite films. It is absolutely one of my favourite films. Uh, we should do an Almost Famous <laughs> podcast. So again... If you haven't watched, I, I hate this one-sided conversation. I wish we could chat. Um, if you haven't watched um, Almost Famous, go and watch it if you like rock. Uh, and it's sort of 70s rock um, thing. 
Uh, it's about a band. Uh, it's very good. It's very funny. Famous is a recent film that people know, but it came out like over 20 years ago. So maybe people don't know it. Probably, possibly not. We'll stick a big picture of Kate Hudson on the Instagram. On the gram. On the gram, yeah. Don't um, forget the hashtag. Um, there's an article about Gypsy Queen, who I think are two twin girls uh, from America, and it's Black lettering on very dark purple uh, paper, and I cannot read it to save my life. So that article is going to have to be unread. But they, you know, they look pretty good. They got ripped jeans. They they're, look good. They're dressed the same. I mean, they look a bit countryish. They look a bit melancholy. Do you think? The hat. Oh my god, that didn't occur to me. Yeah. Eighty nine is melancholy mm. era, isn't it? Um. Okay, well, there's a there's also about catering, yeah. which doesn't sound very exciting. It no, it doesn't at but all. The, the thing that I noticed on here is on a big tour, uh, you go in and design a kitchen in whichever room they decide to give you. All you need is running water, electricity, and tables. We bring everything else with us. So they either microwaved everything or they brought their own gas. It never maybe occurred, gas. It yeah, never occurred to me that they'd be doing it in hotel rooms. But uh, that's weird. Yeah, there you go. I feel like I need to know more about that. Uh, but unfortunately, we don't probably, know. Probably do without knowing about <laughs> catering. Um, maybe I'm just hungry. I, yeah, maybe. Uh, so there's a big feature on Motley Crue. Nice. Healthy is hip. Mm. But breaking news on the day of recording, uh, I noticed that Tommy Lee was trending on twitter i'd weaned myself off twitter pretty much completely and then we started this podcast i had to get back on there but tommy lee was trending today because apparently he posted a picture of his balls somewhere today yes he well he posted a picture of his um the other Cock? and um yeah why am i censoring myself <laughs> I don't know, you know, his member. I've, I've marked um, this as explicit, so we can say what we want. Yeah, okay, so he posts, and then, like, everyone was sharing it. I mean, he posts some weird stuff. I wanted to find out, um, no, I don't know, Nikki Six put up a thing the other day about how many days sober he's been, and it's, like, incredible. So I wanted to, um, I wanted to... Uh, say how many days it's been, but I don't know. But like years and years and years and years, like well, he's, like twenty years or well, something. He's cleaned up in this article, it says. Yeah, so I think it's um, uh, yeah. So well done to Nikki Six. The thing about this article is they're talking about how they've strained up, they've cleaned up. They're on the verge of releasing Doctor Feelgood. Um, they just talk about how brilliant it is, and they do this by quoting lyrics. Now, I don't think Motley Crue's best quality is their lyrics. I disagree. Okay. You, th you think that's the draw? What? 
No, I think everything about was a draw. Okay. Oh, I mean, shut up. Shut um, your face. I mean, it does. It does say that they've done face. a song called "Time for Change," which is more political. Yeah, I'm not a massive fan of that song. Change um, now, it's time for change. That's exactly uh, how it goes. They mentioned the song "She Goes Down," but they don't quote the lyrics. Um, that is, it's a good song. It's got like a zipping sound. <laughs> so in case you weren't sure, you can what imagine meant. what the song "She Goes Down," the basic thesis of With it. All is. Of she goes down. It's a good song. Listen to it now. Um, Don't wait till we finish and then go and listen to it. Well, you can pause the podcast. Please stay till the end, lovers. <laughs> I could put a zip <laughs> sound in the middle of it. Yeah, we, we can zip if you want us to zip, make zip sounds. We can, this can turn to ASMR if you want. I mean, I could just put the actual record in just... the middle. No one cares. There's a re- oh review of Gary Moore at the NEC oh. Birmingham. Are you a fan of Gary Moore? Um, out in the fields. Classic tune. Um, yeah. I've got a... Um, I won't go into it. I've, I've thought up an entire music video for Out in the Fields. Um, so me. Um, that I've told you you many times. Um, but, I, I, you know, if we, if we put on the track now... I could tell you, I've, I've storyboarded it in my head every single frame. Um, in it, I'm a guy because, <laughs> you know, I've been brought up by the patriarchy. Well, girls so can it's, rock. It's instilled, well, that's I always not, thought it was you. Um, I didn't think it was a guy. No, no, I'm a guy in it. But it's, it's, I don't mind being that. It's, it makes no difference. Um, gender's a social construct, isn't it? So, I, like, genuinely, I don't care. It's, not, it's just that that's what I am in my head okay. when I'm in this video. So it's just... Would you want to describe the video? No, I don't want to bore people, but it's... Um, I've just thought of a really good video. I mean, right. it, you wouldn't... You'd, you'd watch it and then you'd think, well, this is exactly like every other video of the time. Yeah, it is. Of course it is. And it's an 80s rock video. Well, so me. Okay, so what we need to do is just start a Patreon... And then on our Patreon, we actually make the video <gasps> for Patreon subscribers. I would totally do that. <laughs> Just a little tip there, if you want to see that. I mean, who doesn't want to see some old woman? <laughs> You're not an old woman, Miming mate. out in the fields with presumably just lots of different knees in the audience and stuff because we can't afford extras yeah so. we can do that after effects you can do anything there you go so there's a big feature british steel glam's british not steel. dead there's a bunch of bands but i want to read you this intro because yeah. i like it ever since w axel rose scrawled glam sucks across a, a pair of strides and the inimitable guns and roses set the tone for gutter rock in the 90s glam bands across the planet have been ditching the glitz lobbing their makeup bags into the nearest trash can growing some stubble and emerging as born-again street rockers. Is glam dead then, or what? Has the haven't-washed-my-hair-since-last-September look forever overtaken the two tins of hard rock hairspray and half an hour back-combing it approach? Are we never again to see male glamsters furtively sneaking around Miss Selfridges in terms of in search of new stage gear? Oh, nah, glam's not dead. It's just got a bit harder since you last looked. Again, the big question is... Can UK glam bands cut it 
or is there something rather funny about hairsprayed rockers with A-up accents? Do you have to breathe... A-up a... accents. A-up. A-up. Do you Got have to breathe... Fucking the... rock for you. Do you have to breathe the smog-filled yeah. air of LA to make it in the glam state, or can Bogner Regis be the right environment for producing the next Dave Lee Roth? I thought that was quite a good introduction. It um, is a good introduction. Does it does it ruin it if people speak in British accents when they look like? I think when they talk, yes, it does for me. I I don't want to hear a um. I'm I'm just. I think it's more just when you listen to bands like this, you're looking for escapism, and it's something that isn't just you know. Maybe I don't know. For me, maybe. But then as all long the as bands I like are Americans. As long as they're singing in American accents, right? Yeah. I want. If they're rocking into Hollywood Nights, you know. Rocking into Hollywood Nights. So um, I'm going to give you some names mm-hmm. and I'm going to show you the pictures, right? So Tiger Tales, we know. Yeah. I think they're the main, they're the main draw of this article. There's also Rags to Riches. Rags to Riches. Wrathchild. Pretty cool. The Grip, who I believe we talked about in a previous episode. Sweet hair. Not that glammy. Fifth Avenue. Ooh, Fifth Avenue, got the good hair. And Gin Sling. Gin Sling is an okay name. Could be better. Maybe there were some options on the list that perhaps would have been a better choice. Yeah, but Gin is quite a... Mother's Ruin. Well, it's a rocky, it, it's no, a rocky drink. Any liquor that's called, also called Mother's Ruin, uh, has kind of lost its edge. I, I don't think they say no, Mother's Ruin in LA, have, though, do they? I know they haven't said that since, like, the 30s or whatever, and I, I, most of my references are from an age, but it, it is what it is. So you've got... A fiver back in eighty nine. Let's know. let's leave Tiger Tales out of it because we know Tiger Tales. But out of Rags to Riches, mm-hmm. Rothschild, The Grip, Gin Sling, and Fifth Avenue, which are you going to see? At just based on looks. Um, probably. Yeah, Rags to Riches because that guy. I like the uh, I like a lot of what's going on in that picture. Uh, we will post this on our Instagram, yeah. and you can be the judge of who is the best UK glamster from eighty nine. We could do a we could do a poll, um, and people can vote on who is their favourite glamster. If you just said that word with <laughs> I, I not my words, the words of Metal Hammer. Not my words, the words of Metal Hammer. <laughs> Um, I did listen to Rathchild because I thought it's weird that they're called Rathchild because that's an old Iron Maiden song from the 70s. Um, and I didn't imagine that they would be glammy, but, yeah, they are, they are indeed glammy. They've got a song called Na Na Nuclear Rocket. <laughs> uh, it sounds a bit like the Wild Hearts, but Bruce Dickinson is in the video and he produced it. Um, I mean, it does, from the sounds of it, he didn't spend very long producing it. But uh, Remember in the 80s the no-nukes uh, stickers that everyone used to have? Yeah. Yellow with the orange sort of star on. Don't get that nowadays, do you? Kids have stickers, they no nukes. Kids don't give a fuck. I have, like, I remember liking the sticker because it's like a sort of sprite type thing, isn't it? Um, 
having no idea what a nuclear weapon was. So, I mean, yeah. I think I'm of the generation where I was just constantly waiting for nuclear obliteration every single day. I think you missed that. I you? was, yeah. Um, luckily, a bit too young. Uh, so the last page, Backstabbers, we've got a lovely picture of Wolfsbane showing their asses. Okay. I mean, is that is that TOS? Can we can we uh, show that? I think bombs were okay, and they're guys' bombs. It, I think yeah. guys' stuff was okay. Yeah. If it was a girls' bomb. It might be not. I mean, there's no danger of anyone being erotically charged <laughs> from these images. So. Yeah, it's in black and white. It's, it's in black and white. Dirty old and ass cracks. Yeah, the ass cracks, and you know. All right, well, we've reached the end of Metal oh, Hammer, Volume Arse 5, Pats. Number 6. Arsepacks can't be one of the last things we say. Well, I mean, we, we've got a choice. We can talk about what was your favourite part of that Metal Hammer. Okay. <laughs> I don't have anything You've prepared. You've forgotten what we were talking already, about. The lightning on the front. Um, um, one thing I forgot to do was we yeah. forgot to talk about telly and we forgot to talk about the charts. I mean, we could just finish off by... Okay. I mean, that's more what you want at the beginning, though, isn't it? I could switch it to the beginning, but is that dishonest? It's dishonest. Let's let's keep it how it is. Let's um so let's quickly have a look at what so you've got your metal hammer, you've gone to the news agents and you spent like one pound seventy five, which is mental. And so you're gonna go home and what you're gonna watch on telly and then what you're gonna listen to, that type of thing. What what we watch on telly? We've got okay. metal hammer. It's Monday, April the third. Uh, so London weekend, um, the chart show is on at midnight. Okay. Um, we've got an American documentary at three in the morning. Uh, the town of Colorado St Springs, nicknamed Star Wars City. I looked this up. It's nothing to do with Star Wars. It's about the Strategic Defense Initiative. Okay. Um, so do you see anything on Channel um, 4? You've, been, you've got 15, 15 to, to 1. 1. Yeah. Very good. Happy Days. Oh, I really miss Happy Days. Um, Kate and Ali, yes. Did you watch Kate and Ali? Yes. I don't think I ever did. Kate and Ali, Brookside, come on. Uh, 1984, from the year 1984. I think uh, John Hurt was in that. Um, BBC One, you got the Flintstones. Nice. Breakfast Time, Why Don't You? Nice. Uh, my sister was on Why Don't You, but not in 1984. Playbus. Playbus. It stops at the Y Bird stop. <laughs> What's the sign on lollipop? Look it up. That's exactly what it sounds like. Where'd you go? Uh, we've got neighbours. What's the sign on the lollipop? Um, uh, who's doing the weather? John Ketley is a weatherman. Oh, weatherman. Okay, so fans of neighbours uh, will be excited that Paul and Gail's inability to admit their true feelings results in a personal tragedy for both of them. Oh, dear. Um. Children's BBC. Children's Beep. BBC. Pigeon Street. <gasps> Loved Pigeon Street. Um, Absolutely. Defenders of the Earth. Long Distance Power. I think that's probably where my love of pigeons came from. Yeah. And also my nice human the animals. Wogan. Wogan's on. It doesn't tell you who's on Wogan. There's probably somewhere on the line you can actually find that out. Um, don't Wait Up. Did you watch that? Um. Miami Vice, starring and with guest star, doesn't tell you. Oh. Um, so 
This is interesting. Well, I find this interesting. BBC Two has got a film called Time Masters. Uh, it's a French animation uh, based on the artwork of Mobius. I, why don't they put stuff like this on anymore? Now, did you ever watch anything where you sort of what, start watching it halfway through and it just fucks with your hair because it's so weird? Because that's what this Rapper did to Calm. me. I never watched the whole of Calm. I think I only tuned in for the bug bit that's tormented me ever since. Uh, we can put a picture of the CT Alpha 6 eel. Oh, don't. Um, but the big twist on Time Masters was there's a little boy stranded on a planet. I think it's based on a book called The Orphan of Perdid, which is the planet. And he's rescued by a really old man. And it turns out they're the same person. It's a sort of time paradox thing. It fucks with your head. And it's Mobius. It looks amazing. And man, I want to watch that film again now. Raccoons, um, that's good. Did you watch the raccoons? Yeah, of course. Uh, who was Cyril the... Sneer. Cyril Sneer. Yes. I mean, this. I was way too old to be it's watching the on a Monday. Well, it's quarter past two, so... On a Monday, though. Probably a, weird, a repeat. I miss this time where Telly had Songs of Praise on in the middle of the day. Junior darts. And junior darts on in the middle of the day. 4.25, prime time. Who are you aiming that at? The junior darts at 4.25. It's the junior darts audience. Amazing. Um, Deaf 2, if you remember Deaf 2, they're talking to Pamela Stevenson. Uh, open to question. I think they'd have a celebrity in the middle and have like a big sort of uh, arena of people around them firing questions at them. Okay. Um, yeah, Krishna Guru, Guru Murthy before he did Channel 4 News. Um, yeah, and a bunch of other shit that you're not interested in. Okay, do you want to do, you want to do the charts? Yeah, let's look at the charts. Chart. Right, I won't show you number one. You might have already seen it. I didn't look. I didn't look. Number 10, I'd rather Jack the Reynolds girls. Don't know that. Um, Stock Aitken and Waterman, two girls. Oh, my God. Talking about how much they hated rock. No, I've just seen number nine. No, shut up. Sorry. The Reynolds girls described in the song I'd rather Jack than Fleetwood Mac, they describe the Rolling Stones as heavy metal. So they deserve to be forgotten. Right. Rude. Um, but number nine. Number nine attention. is amazing. Sing it. I haven't stopped dancing yet. Pat and Mick. Not the original. It's Pat Sharp and Mick. Honestly, if you're in a bad mood, put that song on. You are going to dance. It's as... Stick it on now. Stick it... Wait Wait till we finished. What was that other hit they had? Uh, I don't think that exists. <laughs> <laughs> no, they had at least two. They covered old, like... Let me have a look. Soul... Disco numbers. That something. feels like a lie. Um, I think uh, Nicky Six has been sober for like 22 years. Oh, right, okay. So well done to him. Um, right, so Pat and Mick, songs. Um, use it up, wear it use out. It, that's it. That's, I think that's the superior hit. That one. I was... Uh, yeah, okay. Right, anyway, but that's... Uh, haven't Stopped Dancing Yet is number nine. I mean, I don't know why we haven't got more subscribers. Uh, at number eight, I Beg Your Pardon by Con Can. Don't know that. Oh, that didn't ring any bells. Uh, number seven, relevant to listeners of this Rev podcast. Relevant. 
Paradise, Go on. Paradise City. Yeah. Uh, number six, Keep On Moving, featuring Karen Wheeler. I wonder whether anyone else listening, you know, um, probably not. But um, I used to play a, a game called Fireball on the Acorn, and it was basically sort of bat and ball game. You hit it up. It'd be like the, the game that's on 3-2-1 where you hit it up and you hit blocks and it bounces back down. You've got to hit it. You, you, you've got to move your paddle at the bottom before it bounces back, etc. Um, and if you missed, every time you missed, it went... Etc. Um, but yeah, so um, big shout out to anyone else who played Fireball on the Acorn. Um, I listened to that a lot. You casually dropped three, two, one <laughs> into conversation there. Uh, well, we watch. We've watched a lot of three, two, one. Um, because of the aforementioned Limmy obsession that we have. It's called, It's an obsession. There's no point, you know. Um, but but Limmy on his Twitch uh, stream, he, he, what, he, well, he did watch a lot of 3 to one He does yeah, occasionally over watch stuff like that. Over Christmas as well, yeah, especially. He um, watched 3 to one and talked over it, and it was, um, I think, the best Christmas Amazing. that we've ever had. <laughs> it's the best Christmas telly um, I've seen in a long time. It's So, again, if... We said it before, but if you haven't checked out Limmy, uh, he's a comedian uh, on the BBC. Uh, he now has a Twitch channel that you can watch every day. But even though like his Twitch is sort of playing games a lot, um, even if you're not into games or gaming or any, anything like that, he, his comedy is top-notch. Peerless. So go and check him out because everything he says is funny. He'll go off on a tangent every five seconds and every tangent is funny. So it will not be a waste of your time to just listen. On, if you never listen to us ever again, listen to us on this. Just check out Limmy because... And we wouldn't blame you. We love you. him. Yeah, no, don't listen to anything else we say, but... Okay, number okay. six. Uh, number six is Keep On Moving Soul to Soul. I had a, a tape called um, that we got from the petrol station called, it was, um, it wasn't Silk and Steel because we've talked about that. It was something very similar to that. Something, something like that. Lace. No. I'll still have it somewhere, but um, it had that on it. Remember that, kids, when you used to get stuff from the Essa garage that wasn't the petrol or sweets? You used to, you used to buy stuff. You could still buy stuff Our, in garages. Um, the, I don't the, think CDs. The plates that we use to, to this day in this house um, came from my mum collecting them from the Essa garage like 30 years ago. We still use them. So in your face, everyone who doubts the Essa garage for its quality items, suckers. Uh What's at number five? Eternal Flame by the Bangles. Do you like that song? Yeah, that's all right. I think there's better better Bangles songs though, aren't there? Yeah. Number four, Donna Summer. This time I know it's for real. Yeah, I like that's a good one, isn't it? Yeah. Number three. Oh, nice. Straight up. Classic. Possibly the best Paul Abdul song. <laughs> but something you're more excited about at number two. Jason Donovan, who we've already talked about today. <laughs> Not on the podcast. No, 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 in our private lives. We've talked about Jason Donovan in our free time today. Because I was saying that he's doing the adverts for uh, the postcode lottery, and I said I'd want to win the postcode lottery, Jason Donovan's going to bring around the money. Yeah, uh, but fuck the uh, lottery. 
we've seen Jason Donovan we live. Jason I mean, Donovan never live. mind Christa Berg. If you didn't think we were cool oh, before. I mean, you know, I can we just really quickly say, I've seen Aerosmith, I've seen Motley Crue, I've seen Alice Cooper about a bazillion times. We've seen Steel, Steel Panther, we've seen uh, Thunder, we've seen Dogs Are More, we've seen... Um, Choir Boys. Choir Boys, we've seen Extreme, we've seen Hot Leg, we've seen The Darkness. You know, we, we've got credibility here, but um, we're also not adverse to just having some fun, okay? And yes, I've seen Jason Donovan live and I took you with me and my mum. Mum seems to feature a lot in these drag-alongs. It was, it was fun. He was funny. He's Jason, a nice guy. Jason Donovan, I think he knows He's his nice place. Guy. Yeah, he was... Uh, he knows his place in the firmament was, of pop culture. Yeah. And he said he doesn't care if you use your phone. He doesn't care if you talk through his performance. Everyone in the audience was having such a good time. We talked to people in front of us, which we never do. And, like, everyone was having such a good time. It was a right laugh. It was proper fun. So. Yeah. Oh, God. And on that bombshell, number one, like a prayer. Madonna. Was that number one last time we looked at the charts? In a different year? Uh, all right. So, so there you go. That's so, everything. Yeah. So that's our um, episode for today. It's a, I think it's a long one. So if you have stayed till the end, really appreciate you listening. Um, Serious question. Should we split long ones into two or should we just... Give them the full. I would give people the full ones, um, but please uh, get in touch with your opinions. Um, unless they're like, you know, screw you guys, you're shit. And in which case, just keep scrolling. Um, yeah, but listen if, to another podcast. But if, Life's too short. if like, you know, you don't hate us and you have an opinion, please give it. We would love to hear from you. I, I wish we could chat with people. That would be so much fun. But um, is, that, is that really what we want? Uh, yeah, maybe. Um, Bants, isn't it? Oh yeah, I forgot about um, Bants. But yes, so if you if you have listened to the end, well done. Firstly, um, apologies for my singing. It's not going to stop. Uh, I can't sing. I like singing, so it's going to happen. Um, and really appreciate you being here. Check us out on Instagram um, at Pod with Madness and Twitter with at Pod with Madness as well. Um. Keep checking YouTube because we might pop up there at some point. Um, I'm determined to be you on there. You are determined to have a YouTube channel. I want to be on YouTube. We could do stuff on there. We can be showing pictures. I think when you pay raccoons. for Podbean, you can automatically publish audio to YouTube. So we may right. have some stuff there in the future. I just think YouTube's the future, man. Um, right. So thank you. Thanks for being here. Yeah. We see you hope later. You've enjoyed that. Have a great rest of the week uh big love lots of love um kisses bye love you you next time love you love you bye